Do you feel like you're the only young person who cares about your Catholic faith? Do you look around at mass and only see silver foxes? We're Jake and Kathy, a young adult married couple, and we're here to tell you, you're not alone. That's why it's time to get Truth Pops. You're going to get a podcast designed specifically for you, a young adult Catholic in a pop culture world. The countdown is on for Truth Pop. We'll connect Christ into culture. Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast, the only podcast with a 30 minutes or less guarantee, or it's free. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? Hopefully your summer so far treating you well. Thanks for listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast. Thanks for pressing play. My name is Chad Bradley, host of the show and Hot Takeout Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find your favorite podcast at www.spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. My guest today may be, realistically, somebody you haven't heard of yet, unless you live in the state of Colorado, but my guess is that you're about to hear about him a lot of places and for really good reasons. Specifically, crazy talented in the hip-hop rap world. His name is Sean B. Incredibly talented, incredibly smart, incredibly driven. And I can't wait for you to enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. You're working with Josh Lorch. How did you guys get hooked up? So, uh, man, it was a long, long process. But a, uh, a rock radio promoter named Donna, she connected me to Mike Couchman from, uh, from St. Louis. Yeah, Boost. So he, uh, yeah, yeah. So he listened to the stuff and he was like, hey, man, I really like this. You need somebody behind you that can kind of vouch for you. So he gave me Josh's email. I blew up Josh about 20 times and uh, <laughs> he uh, he got back to me. He's like, hey, man, this stuff sounds solid. Let's work. So, uh, you know, it was, you know, it's a long this person to this person to this person. But, um, you know, just kind of through the vine got connected. That's awesome. Josh is a heck of a guy. I love that guy. Do you have any food restrictions? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> kind of an odd question to have right out of the gate of, a, of an interview. Let me quickly follow up with what are your go-to food choices? What do you like when you're out and about? Oh, man. See, that's you're hitting me with the tough ones right off the bat, man. Um, my, uh, my, my go-to, if I had to pick... Man, I would probably do, like, I, I love Red Robin. Go grab a hamburger with an egg on it, and, you know, i go off on that. Uh, if I'm in a time crunch, though, and i got to eat on the budget, it's definitely the $5 box from Taco Bell. Come on. That'll preach. <laughs> it's all about quantity over quality at that point. Exactly, yeah. Those times where you just, you know, it's, it's past midnight, you just did a show, you need something, nothing's open. That'll get the job done. For sure. Uh, the egg on the sandwich? Thing, I, for a very, very long time, was not a fan of that. I thought it was kind of an odd concept, an egg on a burger. I'm like, this is, this is strange, but I love it. If I can get an egg on any burger, like a, an over medium egg, that is a big, big win. It's messy. I've got a beard. It's going to be everywhere, but I'm in. Yeah, and I actually, like, the first time I ordered that sandwich, it was an accident because I was the same way. I never, like, I was like, oh, an egg on a hamburger. That's weird. So I accidentally ordered it, took a bite, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So now it's just like, Every time we go, I don't even look at the menu anymore. I already know, like, that's my thing. <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm fancy. Please put an egg on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I live like that. 
<laughs> That's awesome. So what uh, what part of the country are you from? Your, your uh, phone number is a Colorado phone number. Is that where you're currently at? Yeah, I grew up in Colorado. I've been here before it was cool to be here. Um, and, uh, you know, I just been here my whole life and it's, I don't do a lot of like of the mountainy stuff or anything, not really too big of an outdoors guy, but it is cool to be able to, you know, see them and go at any point, at any point. Yeah. You, you kind of are like an outdoorsy person on accident. Like as soon as you go out outside in Colorado, you're, you're in the great outdoors, like compared to Ohio or Indiana or like anywhere like that, that's just flat and just. You could see your dog run away for three days. You're just like kind of accidentally an outdoorsy person. Yeah. Um, when you when you travel, like you kind of like take the mountains for granted out here. And then when you travel and you realize that there's not beautiful mountains everywhere, you're like, man, okay, so we do got something cool. Oh, for sure. Is that kind of where you got started in music, or how did how did you get started there? Yes, sir. So I uh, the way I got started in the music actually, I was I got really into dance, and I thought that I was going to be like a break dancer and stuff. And um, as I started to grow in that, that was around middle school, I was like, man, it would be really cool to make my own songs to dance to. So then I started getting into writing and listening to beats and stuff like that. And eventually I found out that I was better at that than I was at dancing. And that passion just kind of took over. And, um, you know, I tried to develop it all through high school. And I, I really didn't get, you know, I was working on it from middle school all the way up until now, obviously. But I really didn't get good until you know, probably a couple of years ago, you know, just something switched where it was like, yes, this all makes sense now. It's flowing. And, um, you know, so it just kind of gave me that extra boost to keep pushing. What style or genre influences what you do? Like, what do you, what do you take from, what do you draw from? Man, I, tr- I try to be, I try to be kind of uh, eclectic get stuff from all over the place. I'm always hitting up my producer like, man, let's do a country song. Like, you know, just I try to I try to stay fresh. When I was initially started, though, um, there was this Christian rapper named T-Bone, and he was the first person. Like, so I grew up, like, in a very Christian home, and I wasn't allowed to listen to any music outside of Christian music. So T-Bone was, like, the dopest rapper I had ever heard. I'm going to interrupt you for just a second. Let's be honest. Yeah. If you were to put T-Bone up against any mainstream rapper, especially with like the same, the same genre and style that he did for a while, hands down, he's 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 running with them stylistically. Talent. His lock on the beat is just—it's ridiculous. He's he's so well timed. It's great. So you listened to him a lot, and that kind of springboarded your passion. I did. Yeah, that that got me that got me really into it. And then you know, as I got a little older finally found out about you know guys like eminem and all that stuff and those kind of those guys inspired me even more now i really i really like kb that dude is that dude's just insane he's a monster when he raps and i think that he's probably like not only christian artist but he's probably one of the most like underrated dudes right now like he he should be getting a lot more just like a lot more attention than he is i think he's kind of off of my radar has been for a while and then just recently he started popping up in my playlist and i'm like okay 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 uh yeah he he brings him here he's he's dope so he, he's definitely a big inspiration obviously eminem will always be a big inspiration i do just dope no matter what he does <laughs> Right. No, I, I completely agree. Even his uh, his last album was kind of like, you could tell he was struggling a little bit. But even at the at the same time, it's like watching Brett Favre play for the Minnesota Vikings. You're like, okay, you're not as good as you used to be, but you're not bad. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like you were just, 
you were too good at one point, and that's making your good stuff now just look not as good. <laughs> right. Uh, so go play for somebody else, Eminem. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Please don't put me in your next song, M. That would be super embarrassing. <laughs> Hip hop, pop. Is that kind of like the vein you want to stay in? Do you ever see yourself dabbling outside that? Yeah, I've actually. Um, I have in the works right now. I am uh, working on recording some worship music as well. Um, we have a really cool song called Moving Mountains that we're holding on to that is, you know, no rap, no pop at all. It's just a straight up worship song. Um, I also have a song called Wonderful that I'll be putting out a little bit later that's, you know, kind of a blend of the two. But for the most part, hip hop and pop is, you know, that's going to be my main, my main target. But I, I would like to you know, just kind of take some shots in other genres and, you know, just kind of see see how we can develop this, this ability. I think that's amazing to focus on, especially you even listen to a lot of worship stuff. Uh, bands like Switch, uh, they have a very pop sound, but they're still very worshipful. Uh, and I mean, they're writing worship music. So right now is like the perfect time to be able to put that kind of music out that isn't like I mean, nothing wrong with Hillsong worship or Hillsong any of that. So, like they're that they're amazing in their own right, and they're very modern sounding, a uh, very now sounding worship. But there's so much that you can do musically that can push that forward. That I mean, it's just it's it's a perfect time for that. Yeah, and I think I think the the other goal too is you know people don't listen to music like they used to. You know, when now that Spotify came out and all this and all a bunch of crazy stuff. It's not just like one person only listens to one genre of music. They'll have every range of music on their phone. And I think that's cool because that opens up doors to start, you know, blending styles of music together. Like we were talking about, like pop worship or rap and rock, um, you know, things like that. I think it just really, um, it really opens up the door to get experimental and see what stuff could work. Cause we could, you know, we basically could do anything now with, what people are listening to there's a lot of options absolutely and that that's really one of the things that helps you stand out back in the day it was how can you sound as close to somebody that is famous Mm -hmm. and now it's like how can you be unique what sets you apart what's your voice what's your message yes exactly What's your side hustle if if music is your main love? What do you what do you do on the side to pay the bills? So I work at my church right now. I am the part of the media team, so we do um, you know we handle like the video announcements. We I work with the worship team as far as song selection, sounds, lights, all of that stuff. Um, and we also do a lot with um, with the youth and stuff. The, the guy who is on this team with me, uh, we do a lot of youth work and everything. So we're kind of just the you know, whatever the church needs, that's where we are, you know. What an amazing time to be involved with, with ministry and uh, music. There's so many things you can push forward, the, like push the formats forward, push church forward with. There's just so much at your fingertips, so many more tools now than there were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's, it's kind of a sweet time to be in music and in ministry. Absolutely, man. It's, it's really exciting. You know, the, the, Big thing that I'm doing for the church is just helping it, uh, helping them to think differently outside of, you know, what the church has been doing for so many years. And, um, you know, that, that's a big, it's exciting to me because that's a big message, message that I push is, um, is change and just being willing to, to grow as life grows around you. And, um, you know, to not be afraid to, you know, get outside of your comfort zone, get outside of that box, because God called us to something awesome. 
And, you know, I, I really like to push to get creative to find ways to fulfill that calling. Man, well, well done. I think it's a big miss when churches or even radio stations, my world is in radio. I, I host a morning show and a program director for a radio station. One of the biggest problems industry-wide is what do we do with Spotify? How do we compete with, with that? Even though no one's really like, no one's really afraid. There's all sorts of stats that say that radio is, is still like one of the leading mediums for consumption. Like people hear more radio every week than they do in any other TV, radio, streaming, whatever. But in my professional opinion, it's because it's the easiest to just get in your car and turn on the radio. Oh, yeah. The way that you listen to radio is not as engaging as when you get on your Spotify playlist or when you turn on Netflix or when you go to any other medium. Your attention span is different. Radio is almost background noise. Spotify is, I'm going to consume something really good right now. Right. And I think a lot of that is in church. It's like, yes, a lot of people go to church every week, but when they go to church, is it just background noise or is it something that's actually engaging with them and in, 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 in doing, the, doing what it should be? Life Church out of Oklahoma, they have like 30 plus campuses. They are pushing it forward, man. They're, one of their like side slogans, they, they say this from the pulpit all the time, they will do anything short of sinning to get the good news out. Do, and and I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. That's you can't you can't go well the carpet's always been red so that's how people you know come to jesus it's like no we got to push it forward we got to get creative we got to go to places we got to be willing to do what no one else is willing to do in order to get the results that no one else can get and it's you know it's not it's not us doing the work obviously it's what god is doing through exactly the mediums so i'm i'm excited dude that's that's awesome to hear you say that to to kind of push through and Push it forward. Who said we get loose and bring them out? Who's in do a new plan and we out? Doing yeah. it like we knew it, never doubt. Nah. Wait, you know we fail, tell me what you know now. Educate this world, make a change. Spreading on the love like a zane. Positivity, keep it nameless. Spreading on around, make it famous. Educate this world, make a change. Spreading on the love like a zane. Positivity, keep it nameless. Your song Infinity, if you don't mind just kind of running me through the process of writing that, where where your aim was, where your mind was. Yeah, so my uh, producer sent me over a track. He's like, "Hey man, I got this, got this new beat for you." And like, as soon as I, as soon as I get a song, I get like pumped up. So whatever I'm doing, I'll just leave what I'm doing to try to go right. Because the, the second that I hear it is when I get that inspiration, and I just want to jump on it right away because it feels most natural to me, and it feels like the most honest. If I can start writing as soon as I hear it, I feel like I'll be more real on the song and everything. And um, so, so my intention behind it was kind of what we were just talking about with, you know, with the church and the growth and everything is, is just about change and about not being afraid to be and do things different. There's, you know, there's a couple lines in there. One of them talks about, um, you know, our mission is the same, or our message is the same, 
but the methods all change. And, um, you know, just, just kind of relaying, relaying that message of like, Hey, like, I don't care how, how this looks. I don't care that it's different from what people have been doing for years. Like, like you said, anything short of sinning, whatever we got to do to get creative, that's what we're going to do. And, you know, we're going to bring that change. And if people will, you know, people will either be on board with it and love it or they'll be reluctant to it. But, you know, eventually if it's of God, it will succeed and people will jump on board. So that was kind of the heart behind what I wanted to do. And the other, the other thing that I was thinking is I didn't want to write it to sound like it was a Christian song. I wanted to write it to sound like it was, you know, just a regular, I guess you would call it secular song, non-Christian, um, because I wanted the appeal to be there for both sides, you know, for the, for the Christian side that will understand the message and they can be like, oh yeah, I, I get what he's saying. That's cool. But then for the non-Christian side that it just sounds like a dope song. And then that opens the door for when they ask, Hey dude, what that song was tight. What's it about? Then I can say, well, here's what it's about, you know, and, and that's when the, you know, that's when the ability to witness the opportunity comes in. So it was trying to be kind of on that edgier side. And I even knew putting that out, like, okay, some, some Christian folks might not be very open to this. And I've had, I've had people tell me like, Hey, that doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like it's Christian, but you know, you break down the lyrics, everything is Christian. Everything's positive, has a good message behind it. Um, you know, but the sound is just there for, you know, people that aren't used to listening to that kind of music. It's so interesting that music is one of the few, maybe even only mediums of entertainment or consumption that has to be explicitly Christian for people not to get uptight about it. When you hear people talking about the Avengers or Marvel movie, like they're willingly, they willingly pay for movies like that, even though, I mean, they're wildly entertaining. They have no problem going to a movie like that. That is, if you were to convert that into a song, it, if you could, if you could, what would that even look like? It would be way too long. Um, but people would have, people would get way uptight about it because it's not overtly Christian. It's like, when did that song invite Jesus into its heart? It didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it's not, it's not Christian milk that I'm drinking. What? So my, my personal feelings are that things that are quality, music, film, whatever. I mean, obviously, I'm using my best judgment not to put some terrible thing in front of my eyes or my ears or my children's eyes or my children's ears, but listening and enjoying what God created somebody else to be talented in. You talked about Eminem earlier. The way that guy's mind works is, is given by God. God gave him talents and abilities. He didn't use them for the church or, or God or whatever. But there is no doubt that when you see quality, that God's fingerprints are all over it. Now it's us that we get to decide. We get to decide when and how we use those talents and abilities, and hopefully, in the best scenario, we're using them to promote the glory of God and share His good news with people. But at the end of the day, whether it's somebody crafting, writing an amazing story, uh, or entertaining and, and engaging like the Marvel films, at the end of the day. God's fingerprints are all over those talents and abilities. And so I, I have a hard time getting upset when somebody, if their song is about a love story, like it doesn't have to be a Christian love story. It's just entertainment. Like, let's just all calm down a minute. End rant. 
that's exactly what the goal is to, you know, just bring bring quality entertainment. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the, the song where you come on and you're preaching or reading the scripture throughout the whole thing, which, you know, some some people do that and I don't knock them because there's a market for that. And, you know, people say, like, oh, well, Christians need music, too. You know, that, that's great. I definitely don't want to take anything away from that style of music. But I just feel like, you know, personally, my call is, like you said, be quality, be excellent, and be an example of that light, uh, you know, of God's light. You can kind of, it's using your platform, really. You know, you, you do everything excellent, you do everything quality, you have a positive message behind what you do, and then that opens doors you to say hey look this is this is where this ability comes from this is why I carry myself the way that I do this is why you know this is why and it all points back to God so I think as long as we're being being honest about our intentions and turning people back to God when we get the attention I think that's you know that's all that we can do in in trying to follow what we're called to do man that'll preach I love that I love that viewpoint I love that mindset because at the end of the day we cannot wait for people to come to us to interact with for a Jesus experience. And, you know, it's, it's not up to us. I was talking with my brother the other day about something similar. Christians are, are wrapped up on closing the deal. Did we close it? Did we get them to say the prayer? If not, it was a failure. And it's like, no, it, it wasn't because you either planted the seed or you're watering the seed of something that they get to experience here down the road. And, you know, someone like you, that you're going to have experiences and abilities, you'll be able to go places that others can't or won't go. And dude, I just applaud that. That's amazing. Like, we need more people like you that are willing to break down walls and write music that is quality and it's good for those listening, both sides of beliefs. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation starter. And obviously, hearing you talk for the last 15, 20 minutes, Obviously, you're not a cokehead. You're you're not like a crazy person that's trying to, you know what I mean? Like people hear like, oh, there's you know your lyrics are are not obviously Christian, and it's like, well, okay, okay, but my intention, my goal is to be an introduction. You can have that person be the introduction. Have somebody else take the next baton leg of the trip. That's it, man. You know, even in even in church, you know, like you said, like you said, closing the deal. Even when the deal does get closed, it's not because of the pastor's 30-minute sermon. It's It's been a collection of life happening to this person that's led them up to make that decision. And, you know, maybe maybe you got, you know, maybe you got blessed and God wanted to use you and you were the point where they closed the deal. That's great. But, you know, like you said, our job is to water the seed because somebody coming to God is something that, you know, it, it builds up for them. That's a, that's an emotional choice. It's a life-changing choice. And for somebody to truly, you know, come to God, I think that there's a lot more elements in that. So, like you say, you know, if I can be if I can be the introduction and get them get them curious about, you know, what somebody doing what they're doing for God looks like, if I can just kind of open up their mind for a second, you know, that's kind of getting them ready for the next person that they're going to encounter or the next church service that they're going to sit in. Or, you know, just kind of pique their curiosity a little bit. Yeah. Our our job at the end of the day is not to close and not to change hearts. Our job is to be obedient. I heard an interview with Kirk Franklin recently, and man, I, I don't think I'd ever really heard him 
talk about his past and his life before. I was always kind of like on the outside of paying attention to who he was, not really my style, whatever. And I heard him talking and they were, t- they were kind of trying to, he was on a mainstream radio station. They were trying to get answers about, what do you believe about this? What do you believe about that? What do you believe? And he goes, I obviously believe this, this, and this, you know, said it very clearly. He said, but I can't force anybody to believe what I believe, just like I can't force anybody to accept Jesus as their savior. I can't force that. I can only be obedient. And so many times we are trying to force, we're trying to cram down, we're trying to put Jesus and ministry in a box. It has to look like this. It has to fit like this. It has to sound like this. And hearing stories of people come to Jesus because they interacted with somebody that wrote an amazing song, that the song wasn't a Christian song. I've heard those stories. Those stories exist. I would rather somebody come to Jesus no matter how, dude. I don't care how. I don't care what I don't care what song it was that introduced them, what it sounded like, what if it's the end gets them to Jesus, come on, stop fighting. That's it. Hot and ready. What what are you feeling right now musically? What what's hot now in your world? What are you listening to that's just is good in your opinion? I'm not too I'm not too thrilled with mainstream right now. I think that there's there's good songs here and there, but I don't know that I love consistently like too much of anything that's coming out. One one guy that I'm really feeling, um, well, two guys actually, um, Andy Minio on the Christian side, that dude, he just, he builds songs so well from, you know, the beat, the structure of his songs, his hooks, his verses. He's creative. He's fun. He's, he's just, he's ridiculous right now. That, that dude has not put anything out that I was like, nah, I don't like it. You know, he's put out different styles that, you know, maybe a style, I'm in the gym and I don't want to hear a slow song. I'd rather hear some fast stuff. It doesn't matter, you know, the style. He's just consistently good for what he's doing. Um, I think it's great. The other guy that I really like is NF. And a lot of people say, oh, NF comes off a little bit, like, you know, a little bit crazy sometimes. He's trying to be like a knockoff Eminem. I think that dude just, he raps with passion. And you can hear the passion in every one of the songs that he does. And that's one thing that keeps me interested in him is that I, you know, I believe him when he's rapping. And I think that's, that's something that is a key. You have to sound genuine in the stuff that you're talking about and the stuff that you're doing. And he just, he brings it, you know, every time. And um, so those are two dudes that I just think are like, whatever, like they can, they could put out whatever, and I just think it would be great because they commit themselves to what it is that they do, and it definitely reflects. I, I 100% agree. NF song, The Search, is so brutally honest. So good. And that dude, I, I really look up to that dude, actually, because he, you know, whatever, whatever nonsense people give him for selling out or, you know, whatever, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, but, you know, whatever he gets, he's still doing it and that guy has broken down walls between you know barriers between christian and non-christian music and you know he's just he like you said he's honest he's up front he's real and his stuff sounds good i think it's awesome completely agree and and andy minio too uh, other side of the coin man two very different styles but you believe them like you you said it best you believe them when they're rapping or when they're singing or they're performing andy minio i heard I've, i've heard so many interviews with him where he's just like he's he's processing life. You can't come to life and have this, I've got every last thing figured out. If you do that, you're a complete jerk. 
I can't tell you how many times I've thought on something I've said, this is the way it is. I absolutely know this is the way it is. And I've had this strong, strong conviction. And then it's not. It's fallen through. And it's like, oh, I was, <laughs> I was way wrong. And I hurt, some, I hurt some people. I said some things that were mean to people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I much appreciate people that can be honest. And even if there's a little bit of doubt in their music, because there's somebody else that's walking through that too, right? Like not everybody has everything figured out. Exactly. So I just, I just crazy appreciate Andy and, and NF. And I, I had a chance to meet him way back, probably seven years ago, when he was just kind of like, he, he was doing some tours on some like smaller Christian shows. He was open up for some, some artists. And I was just kind of like, who, who are you? Like, okay, you've, you've got some talent, but like, I don't know who you are. And then now he's like, leapfrogged all of the all of the christian artists and now he's just blowing up all over mainstream and 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 otherwise man he's crazy good see that's that's an inspiring story for me to hear because that's the story that i pray that somebody will be telling about me one day is you know hey sean b came to me and i was like who are you like i've never really heard of you and now he's up here i just i think that's cool to see that you know that other guys are doing it that it's been done before and you know i i never want to take away from what anybody's doing i want to look up to what they're doing because if they can do it so can you you know what i'm saying absolutely i think that's that's one thing that is not shared enough is god has given you talents and abilities and to go back to what we were talking about earlier just be obedient just be obedient ring those out man ring those out absolutely all right, try to get away from uh try to get away from a deep conversation but here we go man it's just it's just coming right back Best reheated. What do you listen to today from way back when that is still good or still holds up? Oh man, that one. That that one is tough. Um see personally, I don't I don't know about the way the direction that music's going, but personally, you know, we talked about Eminem a bunch already. I could listen to any of his old stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this just smashes everybody back then, right now. It's it's ridiculous. Um, that dude, he's one of the guys that I can listen to from you know from way back then. Still ridiculous today, and you know it, it just doesn't get old to me. Completely agree. He's uh, it's I guess it's like watching LeBron James play or Michael Jordan play, where you you just rec you just recognize the skill and the ability. You may not agree with lifestyle or content, but just listening, you can't help but pick up this. The skill. He said, agreeing with lifestyle content, all that. So I, you know, I, I don't love what he talks about. I don't necessarily, you know, I, I don't promote the things that he talks about or anything like that. But, but from a, from a music lover standpoint, the way that that guy rhymes within rhymes within rhymes, and he switches up his flow just so seamlessly, and it, he never like repeats the flow. Everything's always different. He's so creative with the beat, and then you throw in the wordplay on top of that. Like you just, you can't, you can't outwrite that right now. It's, it's just crazy from, you know, from way back then. And I think, you know, back when he was doing the Slim Shady stuff, that's when rap had a bigger focus. Today it's kind of more like melodic. So I don't think anyone's gonna really be going for that style right now. But you know, just the way that he mixes all of that stuff in, it's, it's crazy. You can tell that there was just hours and years and just crazy time spent on practicing that that kind of stuff to develop it's, it's insane are you uh, are you doing any touring any any shows not this summer i uh 
it's it's been a long it's been a journey, man. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I'm from Denver, so I'm doing a lot of stuff within Colorado this summer. I would like to start booking up a tour for next, you know, this next year. And, um, you know, there's just, there's a lot of pieces that go into that. Unfortunately, I had some bad run-ins with a couple of bad managers and, um, you know, just music industry stuff, guys that promise a bunch of stuff and then deliver none of the stuff. And, um, so theoretically we're supposed to be a lot further, but I'm found myself in a situation where, you know, just letdowns ended up having to do it on my own. So I was able to, you know, hustle and use some connections to book up to book up Colorado stuff for this year. But um, next year, a big goal of mine is going to be, you know, connecting with promoters, connecting with festivals, things like that, and um, trying to move on really developing a tour, whether that's, you know, a seasonal tour or a year tour, uh, you know, coming on with somebody else and doing the opening sets, whatever it takes. I'm just in that, like, all-or-nothing stage right now. So it's definitely... It's definitely on the radar for sure to get moving. Well, you're in good hands if you're if you're working with Josh Lorich. You're you're definitely not uh, you're definitely not in a sketchy place. Uh, no, absolutely, man. That guy's been that guy's been so good to me, and just you know, he's he's definitely followed through on everything that he's been talking about, and that he's he's a breath of fresh air, you know, <laughs> from from the people that I've been working with. Agreed, and he's also one of those people that he's an out of the box thinker. You don't have to worry about him saying, well, this is how the industry's always done it and we're always going to do it this way. He's a guy that will push the industry forward. Mark my words. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you feel about McDonald's possibly adding spicy McNuggets? You know, I, I feel like uh, feel like that's dangerous, man. They're, they're going off the beaten path. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, I, think, I think that they should do it. I think that it's about time that they bring on something new and exciting. The McRib hasn't come back for a while, so, you know, that might give them a little bit of spark of energy. If nothing else, it'll help them move expired nuggets. They're like, just put some spice on it. Nobody will know. That's it, yeah. You, like you said, worst case, oh, you left them in there too long, throw some seasoning on them, we got a brand new product. You know? Nobody will yeah, tell because yeah. they'll be a little bit off color, but they'll just think it's because it's spicy. <laughs> and they'll all be like, they'll be like, they don't know what they're supposed to taste like or look like. This is what those are now. <laughs> exactly. See, me, I'm a, I'm a big SpongeBob fan, and there's an episode of SpongeBob where they sell the Krabby Patties expired, and they just call them Spongy Patties because the patties are all yellow and nasty but they market it differently. So it's all about marketing. You know, McDonald's wants to throw those expired nuggets at us, call it spicy. It's just all about how they market it. You know? All about the spin. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on this afternoon. Uh, if, if there's anything else that you want somebody else to know, you know, what, what would that be? Man, I would say that right now at this, this point in my life, I would say definitely check out the song infinity and be on the lookout for the next couple songs that I have coming out. Me and Josh have, some songs lined up that are on deck to go um, to go out to radio and everything. But right now, if you guys, you know, if you like the heart behind the music, if you like the sound of the music, definitely go on YouTube, go on Facebook, all these social media platforms, and push that like button, push that subscribe button, because that that support of building a following is like the most essential thing right now just you know being able to build that that um group of supporters and people saying like yes this music's awesome we need more of it that just gives you a lot of ammo down the road so that's that's what i would throw out there 
Awesome. It's all about awareness. So share, share, share. Share, share, share. Exactly. Dude, again, thanks so much for coming on. Love, uh, love hearing who you are and uh, incredibly talented dude. And you're in good hands with Josh Lorich. And I can't wait to see what happens and where you go. Yes, sir. Thank you. And then share, share, share. Sean B is going to be big. More music in the works. It's going to be phenomenal. Also share the podcast so people know about it and your friends think you're cooler than you are. And let's be honest, you're already really cool. You have great taste in podcasts and music. So thanks for listening. Please share, search Hot Takeout Podcasts on social media and then share it, like it, rate it, comment it wherever you're listening. All of the other podcast stuff you already know to do, do that and then make sure you listen next week. Ah! Uh-huh.